do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 70-something. I don't know, fucking 78, 79, 70, 70, 70 uh, of the No Mercy podcast. I know it is conspiracy episode number 10, and this is a special edition. Uh, we are doing this for the bod himself, who has been orgasming and, and had a hard-on for about two months waiting for some talk of aliens. And I think Censorship. we actually... Shut up. I think we Censorship. actually... Shut up. I think we actually found a topic in the news that can lead us to a conversation about aliens. So, Bod, how are you feeling about this? Thing nope. Today? No? Nope. What? What are you doing? I introduced you. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> what do you mean? Tommy, you know, he, he I introduced you right? first. Nope. You don't want to be first? Absolutely. Let me ask you something. Ken Griffey Jr., you think his manager ever asked him to bat first? Oh, okay, Kurt. I'm going to put you in the I back. need ducks on the pond. Start right. over. Right. Call everyone shit bags. All right. Get the what, right people. What up? Hey, Let's I'm get the, weird. I'm the it's your boy Tommy so G. I got to go second. Everyone sh- Dude, this is a nightmare. <laughs> what up? Boy Tommy G here with episode 78 of No Mercy Podcast. Uh, conspiracy episode number 10. We're going to be talking about the Looking Glass Project. I'd like to introduce Benjamin at X. <laughs> Benjamin X on Twitter. Ben, what's up, my dude? Uh, not much, man. Happy to be here. Uh, I just decided that <laughs> yeah, I'm... You sound it, Ben. You sound thrilled to be here. <laughs> I love it, Ben. You sound, you sound fucking jacked up, brother, really. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I was thrilled to be here. What's really up, man? all week. <laughs> really excited Been waiting to for be this here. for a while. Glad I could be here with my boys. I uh, just wanted to say that I'm, I'm officially changing my nickname to QTB. Question the Ooh, bod. What's going on here? <laughs> Questioning the bod? Question, Question the, the bod. bod. Or, or you could substitute Bob in there, too. Either one. I like that. Oh, that's I, well, idea. honestly, that's good for this podcast because I think me and you are going to be questioning the Bob and the Bod uh, a lot because this is, this is kind of their wheelhouse topic. Even though I'm a Gnostic supernaturalist, um, when we start getting into time travel and looking glass and all the kind of shit that we're going to be talking about, these two feel like they are experts on it. Kurt is an expert on nothing. No, no, no. No, but- no, 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 no. I don't feel I'm an expert. I just love this type of topic. Okay. I'm not an well, expert on anything. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're not an expert on anything. Are you jumping in the batting order right now? This stuff. I love that's it. what worries me about this podcast, that we're in a topic that isn't really in me and Ben's wheelhouse. Like, we like it. We're interested in it. We you know, want to know all about it. But we're really not there. So that leans us on Bob and the Bod. And Bob's fine. But the problem is Bob just goes into fucking outer space with, <laughs> with his topic. So who knows? And we, me and Ben can't stop him because we don't know what we're talking about. And then the bod knows nothing. So, Bobby, right. we're going to need you to be strong. We're going to need you to be directed. We're going to need you to be concise and informative and probably use a few more big words than usual to make us look sharp on this podcast. I don't think any of those things are possible, actually, now that I think about it. Literally everything you just either. mentioned, I don't think I'm capable of doing. Especially Bro, yeah, like four minutes part, in. Bring us in. That's part, why that, there's no way. Yeah, that's why. That's why I'm a little bit worried right now. What are you talking about, Kurt? That's what I'm doing. I'm bringing us in. I'm bringing people in naturally. It's a natural conversation where I'm bringing people in. Ducks Uh, on the pond, baby. All right, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Oh, this must be me. Yeah, (laughs) I'd like to introduce to you the bar. Absolutely not. Wrong again. Nope. 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 
Did you bring Bob in yet? Yeah. Are you fucking Bob? listening? Bob, did he bring you in? Of course in? he brought me in. I don't need... What the fuck's up, son? <laughs> Shout out to all the QTNs out there. Sorry I missed that host. I'm back. Let's go. Oh all right. Kurt was abducted for a this minute. This is so bad. So, <laughs> Talk about having energy. Hear, I didn't hear Bob get brought in. Oh, I don't God. need this entrance music, dude. I just I quietly walk to the plate and just slam doubles and triples. Yeah, I mean, base. dude, this kid gets that you're, one little hosting... Duck. That one little hosting gig he had just fucked up the beginning of every podcast going forward for eternity. That's you guys, not true. I ruined the intro. See, you see what he's doing? He's, he's stepping on. He stepped on me five to seven times already in the first three minutes. And he's supposed to be the self pro six to eight times now after that one. He's supposed to be the self-proclaimed color guy who just sits quietly and waits for his turn to talk. So I'm the chime. You know how much blackmail yeah, I, I have on Kurt right now that I could release to Tommy if I wanted to? Oh, please, please. What do you Tons have? Tons of blackmail. No, I'm just can using we, we it in it case Kurt go? gets out of line when we, when we start talking about aliens. Uh, no, Ooh, yeah, I can't release wait it for as alien talk. So let's tell these people what we're going to be talking about right now. So the topic of this podcast is Project Looking Glass. And it's been hot in the news. If you're following CNN and bullshit like that, you probably have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. But if you follow Q and the Reddit and 8chans and all this fucking you know, deep web type shit... That's all everyone's been talking about for the whole week. Uh, Project Looking Glass. Bobby, fill us in on what the fuck Project Looking Glass is. This is, this is, just, a, this is just like the, uh, the title. This is the preamble. This is the preface. So don't go deep. Just give us a high level. What is Project Looking Glass? And how many different topics could we end up hitting because of this one topic? Well, I kind of part of me wants to defer this to Kurt because I feel like this is his time to shine. I feel like with Q and I. So why don't we just go together? You start it. I'll chime in because that's what I do. I'm a chimer, and we'll get it going. All right. So Project Looking Glass, and you want me to be concise, right? Is that what we're trying to do right, here? It's uh, by your standards. Has to do yeah, with so wait, what's your percentage before we start this? Well, based Kurt, on Kurt, what you, you know, because I want to see what you go to after. I am laying that's the true. fucking script. Shut that's the true. fuck up, okay, Bobby. Explain here. what it is. Sit in your fucking corner. All right. So Bobby, uh, in the basement. Uh, Project Looking Glass, you know, had to do with one of the crashes, and they were reversed engineers, some like a, a psychic amplifying chair. Which wait a minute, one of the crashes of what? Roswell, a spaceship, Bob. Oh. Yeah, UFO. Bob <laughs> is purposely leaving the okay. UFO part. By the way, leaving UFO out the most important does part. not mean it came from another planet, and that's something that we need to really specify today. Okay, UFO just means unidentified flying object. That's all it means. Okay, so a UFO right, but that's crash what crashed. in Roswell, reverse engineered. Wouldn't it be identified? What's up? Wouldn't it be identified once it crashes and they see it? Oh my God! I tell you, Kurt, take, <laughs> Dude, take I, you're coming after. You're coming. We're after never doing another aliens pod after this because he's so, he's like a like a little kid you gave too much fucking chocolate to. <laughs> like he's just you just want to smack him. Just like shut up. Put him on timeout. So excited for two minutes. <laughs> shut up. Bobby. So this doesn't necessarily have to do with time travel. What it has to do with tapping into our normal innate psychic abilities and amplifying it. And so the theory, the theory is that there was some type of chair used to control these UFO devices. And when it crashed in Roswell, we reverse engineered it. And so a lot of, and it's been in charge of a lot of deep state projects, which has allowed you to re- what's called remote view um, into the future uh, to use what's called like predictive probability of future events. So that, you know, and so a lot of people think that, like, the deep state has used it to control future events and uh, rig elections and things like that. Um, the reason why it's been brought up recently is because Q mentioned it. Um, 
as part of the fact that maybe the white hats or the good guys now have access to the same technology that the uh, deep state used to have. So there could be some type of battle going on with all this remote, uh, remote viewing shit. Okay, so Project Looking Glass, basically for the lays out there who don't really know what the fuck's going on. Ben, this is an official like CIA project, right? Or Bobby, whoever wants to take yeah, that it seemed, project. Looking it glass. seems like it. I mean, like I said, I don't really have a ton of background on this. I know what it's about, but I don't know a lot of the details. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean on Bob and Bod to give us that kind of information. We're not gonna lean on Bod for anything. So actually, <laughs> as the only remote viewer on this podcast, I feel like you should be leaning on me. Then, then answer. <laughs> Okay, so a UFO crashed. Well, we already know that. That's what Bob said. No, no, Bob purposely left it out, and after he said, he even said we crashed. So he must think something else. I don't know what it is. So we'll get to that. It's see, I caught that though, didn't I? We'll get to that. Go. So we reverse engineered (laughs) it. So it's more attached with your penile gland and remote viewing, which I've done before. So when you remote view, you basically. You don't even close your eyes. You just see things. So when they used this uh, Project Looking Glass, they would see things. And they were finding every time they were doing it, they would get stuck at the year 2012. So everyone heard about 2012 where, Tom, I know you've mentioned this before, mm-hmm. where we all died. Right. The right? world ending in 2012, right? Right. So this is where it stems from. So the world didn't die. So, if you, so this was even mentioned in Transurfing. We have all types of timelines. We're all on a timeline. And they think in 2012, all the timelines merged into one and every outcome is now possible. So that's why they were, said they stopped using it because everything stopped at 2012 and they couldn't remote view anything anymore. I think it's I, I don't think that's it. I don't think it's any outcome is now possible. I think it's the opposite. I think there is mm-hmm. one finite outcome that's about to happen that before any outcome was possible. Yeah. So let that's me let me, let me rewind too. this for a second here. Uh, ben, you wanted to chime in there? Yeah, that that was my understanding too of what I got from like just briefly looking into it, listening to a few videos and reading some stuff. Like that's what I thought too. That right. Well, I mean, it only takes me and you like two hours of research to fig- to figure out what these kids don't know in ten years of following it. So it would make sense that that's that's the answer. But so basically, Project Looking Glass, <laughs> they talked about the UFO crashing, blah blah blah, all that. So there is, we all know certain things that we know already that technology that the government or, you know, however you want to call it, the deep state, whatever it is, that they have is like 20, 30, 50 years beyond what we're currently using. Bob, you've spoken about this a lot. This is something we all know about. You know, you could bring it back to, you know, MK Ultra mind control going back 50 years, technology that we've had 50, 60 years ago. So there's, this is a known thing, that there is technology, spacecrafts, all kinds of stuff that's going to be coming out over the next 50 years that the government already knows about they already have access to and we haven't seen it yet so when you look at project looking glass the theory behind this was that in that ufo that crashed back what was i think it was in the 70s right that's somewhere in that time. 50s 50s was it in the 50s? 50s okay yeah that there was alien technology and again alien doesn't necessarily like bob said mean a green guy up in the sky there was you know foreign technology in there which had predictive uh capabilities of it where it's almost like if you think about like Total Recall, how you can like plug into a chair and start like not kind of time traveling, but kind of transversing into the future. Right. Right. Did you just so use a movie reference, the by the way? I thought that was my job. Yes. 
Yes, it is. I'm sure so, you'll use a couple so more. I have Project a Looking more. Glass pretty much is Total Recall. It's also it, it basically uh, it's exactly. contact. Contact. Matrix. Is, uh, yeah. contact is another good reference for that one. Yeah, The Matrix. I mean, it, this is something that you've seen in a lot of movies. Like, this is a good one um, for movie references. But So basically what they're saying is we've had all this technology where you can actually – it ties into string theory and all this type of scientific stuff where they're basically saying that you can – People, the elites, the top-level government people, politicians, the elites have had access to this type of technology where they're able to kind of alter the future and see the future on some level with this technology. And what Kurt was talking about, if you sit in this chair, there was this whole theory that if you – not even theory. Supposedly, there's people who actually were there. uh, That if you sat in this chair and you had any type of psychic abilities or enhanced mental vibrations to begin with, you were basically like a pilot for this – intergalactical space transit in your mind to see what was going on in the future and kind of predict events that were going to come. Therefore, there's a lot of theories going on that the elites have been using it. The thing that they had when they did Project Looking Glass, it stopped at 2012, as the guys just said. So they could look into the future. They could almost control the future. It was almost like an algorithm that could predict if this, this, and this happened, there's an 85% chance that this is going to be the outcome. If this, this, and this happens... There's going to be a 92% chance that this is going to be outcome. So it wasn't 100% predictive, but you can basically manipulate the future. And they couldn't get past 2012. So 2012 was as far into the future as they can go. This is dating all the way back 40, 50 years ago. And it does tie into a lot of the biblical stuff. Uh, we, we heard that the world was going to end in 2012. There's people that said the real world did end in 2012. The and now calendar. Right, so th- there's all kinds of stuff where 2012, you guys remember D-Day, where it was supposed to be in 2012, and it all kind of stems from this Project Looking Glass thing where we couldn't see past 2012, so whoever wants to pick it up from here, that's kind of what this is about, and it ties into the Montauk, uh, ties into Roswell, you could take this into time travel, Baron Trump, we could tie this, uh, there's so many different ways this can go, so this is probably going to be like a multi-part series when we talk about this, but... Who wants to pick it up from here now that we've laid a little like bit of a foundation? I'd like to start somewhere real quick before we get into yeah. the real topic. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we can glance over Kurt mentioning twice that he remote views things. I need a little explanation uh, on this. Uh, yeah, so, no, I, so, did, I did get into remote viewing, and I did do it for probably Would you like to tell to people months. what it is? So anyone that doesn't know remote viewing, it's basically that's why it enhanced remote viewers on this chair. Because when you remote view you could basically see whatever you could see. It's hard to explain. You'll get like coordinates or longitude, latitude, and anyone that's enhanced in this can see that. And our government's been doing it forever. Russia's been doing it forever. So the person will be given longitude, latitude, and they'll actually be able to see what's going on in that part of the building or wherever they're at. And you don't need to meditate or anything. All you need is a piece of paper, a pencil, and what they call your target. And once you have your target, you could see it. And that's why this technology worked in Project Looking Glass with the chair. Because when they're, the aliens are in the UFO, it enhances because that's how they can travel so fast. They could picture, okay, Earth. And they'll get the navigation will take them to Earth. So that's what remote viewing is. And you but could you've do done that. <laughs> now, well, no, if I could do it, I'd still... So, I, so I've been related it, to yeah. this kid for 38 years of his life. And never knew that my brother was a fucking uh, a time traveler. Not a time traveler. So I did try it. There are websites where they'll give you like longitude, latitude, and then you'll go for like 
I don't know, like a minute with a pen and paper and just draw something. I can't, I hit things a couple times, <laughs> but my percentage was so low that I lost faith, but I do a hundred percent think it's real. I just didn't have the time to keep practicing to get good at it. Well, supposedly that the people that can do this are people who have innate psychic abilities, right? Like high vibrations as they call them. So that's why a lot of the people that they were using in these Project Looking Glass uh, test uh, studies that were going on back in the 70s, they were all psychics, right? So they had psychics that they would put in this chair and the psychics would be able to have a much higher percentage of success. And keep in mind, I know a lot of people are talking about this. We're just kind of glossing over the fact that a fucking UFO landed with a fucking time traveling <laughs> chair in it. Like we're just assuming you're going to just assume that happened, but it did. Like it's like you could argue it all you want. Like Bobby will say, we could get into a discussion of whether it was from space, whether it was something that was man made, where they created this type of stuff. But I mean, this is this is a CIA project. It's documented information, right, Bobby? Yeah, uh, especially. Uh- the originals, originals. The originals go back to like Project Montauk, which is an actual. It's a documented event. It, it happened in Montauk, New York, so it's close to you guys. It's similar to Looking Glass, uh, which had to do with, um, and it also ties into uh, a lot of the MK Ultra stuff too. I mean, because they used mind control techniques and they experimented with homeless people and children and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, you know, but. You know, like I said, as far as the UFO is concerned, you know, the question is whether or not it's an alien from another planet, whether it was uh, reverse engineered Nazi technology. Um, there's tons of theories as to what it is, you know, similar to like tons of theories as to what caused build, Building 7 to come down. But the fact of the matter is Building 7 came down. The fact of the matter is, you know, this UFO crashed and, and people have been experimenting with, with remote viewing, have been experimenting with uh, – you know, looking into the future in order to predict events, and uh, and then it gets into elements of time travel. So, you know, does time travel exist? You know, so there's a lot of like uh, metaphysical stuff going on. You know, that w- so Ben, you're you're of the same mindset from what you've studied on this and stuff, where supposedly before 2012, the outcomes of the next 10, 20, 100, thousand years were almost like uh, it's almost like we had free will. Right. Where we can kind of create the future. Right. Your decisions could change the future. All of a sudden in 2012, all the timelines converged to the point where now there's basically one inevitable outcome that's going to happen. And we no longer can do things to change it since 2012. And it seems like what they're saying is that's basically going to be the great awakening and enlightened conscious by all of us and the loss of control of the elites, the government, everyone who's basically been trying to control the people for hundreds of years, right, Ben? That's you're in the same boat. Yeah, and that's exactly what I've heard. But then, you know, when you start thinking about it, it's you know, what is the event that that is being discussed? When is it? Is it something that's going to happen now in a thousand years, a million years? Like when you start thinking about time on a level outside of just humanity, then you realize that time could be millions of years, could feel like a second to to you know maybe a civilization that's out there billions of years so i guess it all depends on what you're talking about in the in the time frame and what the event could possibly be so i i've heard a lot of things about this stuff but it's hard to bring me on board because there's so much unknown yeah it's i love it uh again i'm not trying to be an expert on it but i love this type of shit um bobby bod you know the next phase i should we just start with do you believe in aliens? Should we go deeper in the Project Looking Glass? Where do you think we go? Because there's so many spiderwebs. Well, we could spider start webs. branching off 
Yeah, for you. So, Bob, what do you think it was? That Why don't we crashed? talk about Q? What did Q do? Let's start there. So, okay. what did what, what brought this into the news? What happened, Bob? Uh, so, Q came out with a post. And I know we talked about Q last week. Um, came out with a post uh, that just mentioned Project Looking Glass, and he said, "Looking uh, to the future to predict the past." It's in some form or another. So basically, you know, remote viewing into prob- future probabilities in order to predict what's going on, okay? So that could mean a multitude of things. One of the theories is that, for example, uh, when John Kerry ran against uh, uh, George Bush or when uh, Al Gore ran against Bush, they think that uh, Project Looking Glass technology was used to rig the elections. I know that sounds far-fetched, but when you look at John Kerry and George Bush, they're both from the same... Skull and Bones Society at Yale, so it's you know, you know, two heads of the same uh, two heads of the same snake. So um, the theory is that when Donald Trump got elected, the White Hats obtained uh, access to the same Project Looking Glass technology and now have been using it against the deep state. And these are far-fetched theories, but there is a lot of interesting and somewhat credible, solid evidence that can kind of make you go haw towards all this stuff. So, wasn't one of the theories we went in that whole Iraq war was because of this this type of technology? Yeah. So uh, when we different. invaded Iraq after nine uh, eleven, one of the first things we did was we invaded the museums. This is you can look this up. Simple Google search. We invaded the museums and stole tons of artifacts. Tons of artifacts. We looted them. Um, and uh, so a lot of people think that the Iraq war had to do with this project looking glass type technology that was in ancient that keep in mind iraq is ancient sumer so we're talking about ancient babylon we're talking about you know some of the oldest oldest secrets of of humanity are supposedly located in this region and that could be possibly be why you know the united states was so obsessed with going to a war with iraq um so it makes you wonder why you know why was it such a focal point of the United States to go straight to the museums. So, um, yes, one of the theories is that uh, the Project Looking Glass technology was was uh, was under the grips of Saddam Hussein, and we went to go take it from him. And the other theory is that we destroyed all the technology, too, and we haven't had it since 2006. So, uh, Wasn't that every project we have, all of a sudden we just destroy it exactly. and it's gone? Exactly. So, Including like landing on the moon. Everything's gone, gone yeah. right? Right. Everything's yeah. gone. We destroyed it. Yeah. What, what's the saying you always say, Bob, about a government project? Uh, there's nothing as permanent as a temporary government project. Right. The second they start something, it's going forever. Right. It's, it's Bob, a, I heard right. something a little bit different about Iraq, but similar. Mm-hmm. So I heard that we supposedly invaded Iraq over a Stargate which would be like like teleportation, time travel technology, like that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. So when I say like a that? project looking glass type technology, yeah, like a stargate or like a wormhole or some type of time travel access device or something like that that, you know, that they have. Um, so it, it it just cracks me up when people don't believe in the potential of Time travel, parallel universes, um, simulation. Th- like, it just cracks me up to think that we are so robotically programmed and brainwashed to just believe that our reality is reality. But do, right? you, think, like, do you think they don't believe or do you think it's just safe and easy not to believe and you don't, have, you don't look like a crazy person? Well, that's, that's why. They, but they don't believe it, right? Because if you believe in something like that, 
Like even MLB model Rob believes in you know we're living in simulation. You know there you can't believe that just what you know is all there is. It's like the same thing as when people say like people who don't believe in aliens, right? You know I mean there what was it 2009 I think it was the Kepler Kepler satellite one of those um, they found thousands I mean I think there's millions of other Earth-like planets where life could exist. Millions of Earth-like planets where life Just can that we exist. Can see. Yeah, in 2014, hold on, I wrote it down here. 2014, in front of Congress, they said it would be less than 20 years before we can actually confirm extraterrestrial life. Right? Like to not think there's life out there beyond us is fucking absolutely absurd. Then to think we have a full grasp of what time is and what the afterlife is or what our purpose is or who controls everything we're doing. I mean, realistically, if you think about it, we could be nothing more than ants on an anthill, right? How do you know if you really zoomed in to ants on an anthill that they don't have their whole entire world just like ours? It's just, you know, itsy bitsy tiny and totally different and augmented reality. So I believe in all this stuff. I don't know what's real and what's not. But I know there's possibilities of time travel. I believe in parallel universes, even alternative universes, that we may be simultaneously in multi- multiple universes at the same exact time, right? So I just don't understand how close-minded someone can be to not even let this get into their thought, Bob. Because <laughs> 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 I mean, he's the one that's fucking, like, lives in these worlds. Or you mean, well, like, Bob, well, how first could be close-minded you believe. what? Towards the idea that there's... Towards just thinking that, like, oh, like, none of this is ever possible. Like, aliens aren't possible. Uh, Time travel isn't possible. Like, you know, you can't predict the future. You know, I don't believe in mediums that can, you know, see dead people or spirit. Like, there's certain people that just believe in none of this. Right. Because it's just scary. I mean, you want want to keep an open mind. You know, it's just just like with Project Looking Glass. I I work on probability, or at least I try to, right? I start at 100% that I believe it all the time. And then I work my way back from it. So do I think there's potential for outer life forms that are, you know, that are out there? Yes. Do, do, I, do I know for a fact that they've come and visited us? No, I, I don't know for a fact. As a matter of fact, I think that there's a lot of evidence to support that um, there's possible psyops and disinf- a lot of dim- disinformation about aliens out there uh, on purpose for to kind of set us off course a little bit. So. You know, we can we can elaborate that if you guys have any questions at any point. But I don't want to steal too much of Kurt's no, thunder go. because I, I know this is his thing. So I kind of want him to kind of go balls deep. And then, you know, I would like to counter off of all his shit. Well, I was hoping to counter off well, you. We, you countered but, off me okay. for an hour on QAnon last week. Like, <laughs> yeah. for an hour. Just but it's, it's just, it's so hard. Okay, so... I mean, everyone knows the facts. Everyone knows the sightings. Everyone knows Roswell. Everyone knows Area 51. Like, I'm not going to bring anything new. Everyone knows the pyramids, the structures, everything. So if you just look at life in general, I mean, so like dinosaurs, right? Dinosaurs started billions of years ago and then died. And then we came. So what changed? So what started us? So think of it like this way. We can now bring life, right? We can clone and we're starting to build animals from scratch right so is it logically a hundred years from now do you think we could form a human body or some kind of a hundred years from now i think we could do it now okay okay so now you admit we could do that so if we could do that what are we going to do 
they're going to do it no matter what, but they're not going to put them on this planet because you're not going to have a whole species built from a laboratory. So you say, what do we do? We find a planet that could hold life and we terraform it, right? And then you plant the seeds and then you build life. So thinking about Earth, if we started with dinosaurs and then something wiped it out, doesn't it make sense that maybe it was an alien race that said, all right, let's start trying this out. They did it to the Earth. Dinosaurs were evolving. They're like, we can't do anything with these dinosaurs. Wipe them out and let's start over. They start over. It's all animals and apes and everything. Nothing's working. They start, they're getting better tweaking with the DNA. They tweak the DNA and then you get humans because you have billions and billions of life forms on this planet and we're the only ones worth a shit, right? We're the only ones that could talk, communicate. We're the dominant species on this planet. What are the odds that out of six billion or whatever however many animals there are only one evolves to be intelligent so you think we're the only existing sentient beings on the planet nothing else is capable of 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 any type of sentient thought is that what you're saying that like humans are the only ones that can think and feel no not that think but or the fact that we evolved to be an intelligent light non-communication doesn't matter communicate to be an intelligent yeah, to be an intelligent life. Yeah, I guess you'd have to define intelligence then, because uh, plants communicate. There is no definition to intelligence, honestly. <laughs> well, uh, I've I, known I, Kurt I, for when, when, years, so. I, well, we know. No, you can identify lack of intelligence <laughs> through people like Kurt, but really the the identification of what is intelligence, it's but all. But just look at just look at our DNA. Well, the no, fact... look, for, skip that for a second. The intel, let's stay okay. on the topic. So intelligence itself is relative, right? right. So mm-hmm. when we look at intelligent light forms on our planet, we would say we are, you know, the alpha intelligent, right? Like we are the ones that are the most intelligent. So we think humans compared to other animals are super intelligent. But then all of a sudden another life form comes and lands on this planet and we look like fucking, you know, turtles to them, right? Like so intelligence is relative. That that's the problem. Right. Stupid people only can conceive what their mind allows them to, right? So if you're fucking dumb and you can't, uh, you're not creative, you can't think well, you don't have a business mind, you're really never going to amount to anything in life because you just don't have the mental capabilities to process that. So as humans, as a species, as a whole, 98% of us, we kind of have a, a governor on our thought. Like we can only go so deep with our thought. We can't even conceptualize where the earth started. There's like 2% of people who could do it. Everyone else is just is just capped you know what i'm saying so i i do kind of believe what kurt's saying on some level that there are other planets there are you know extraterrestrial life forms that go out there and start races on other planets and you know i'm sure we're just one of many that's what we're gonna do at some point i think by we who do you mean so safe so say 50 100 years from now we perfect building life okay consciousness First whatever of all, there's no way humans Don't... can perfect building life because we're naturally flawed people so there's no way in hell we're not god we're not god so there's no way in hell we can prevent per, uh per, excuse me perfect the, the human code and to be able to replicate i thought you admitted that we could build not life. Per- perfectly now i get everything oh, everything perfectly. humans build listen, life. everything humans have ever created has had a side effect right and that's that's some of the problems with that with the montauk project and everything uh, and you can even go back to the, the Philadelphia experiment because Tesla was the one who understood this. He understood that when you started messing with teleportation, when you started messing with anti-gravity, there's going to be side effects, especially when you start testing them on humans. 
And that's why he died in 1943. 1943 is a pivotal year. That's right around World War II. They wanted his information, but they wanted him dead. Okay, because he understood there's side effects to this stuff. Okay, and it made him dangerous because he was wary of it. So anytime humans try to play God, anytime humans try to play God, there's going to be some type of side effect, right? When you have a pill, when you take a pill, it may get rid of one symptom, but it may cause another symptom, right? We're naturally flawed people. When we create complex technology, it creates complex problems, right? If my computer shuts down, I don't know how to fix it. I got to go to some techie dude who can bust into my computer and fix all the bugs from all the porn I used to download, right? So... Used to. Used to. <laughs> yeah. I'm, trying, to I'm trying to not watch porn anymore, which is a whole other topic. Yeah. But So anytime humans get involved in something, there's going to be a fuck-up somewhere. Okay, we're, we're messing with... Like, like in Westworld. Like if you watch Westworld. Yes. When, they, the created, when they created a whole... If, if you haven't seen Westworld immediately, you know, pause this podcast, go watch the first season, then I come back to it. But Why are we doing in Westworld, Westworld basically, well, I mean, that's really what we're talking about. You were talking about creating I don't know, another. Seen it. Oh, my God, Kurt. We've been talking <laughs> about this show for fucking years. Anyway, what they it. did is they cre- you would worship this show. So they really? create. Yes, they created a vacation spot for the elite where they built these uh, hum- almost like you couldn't even differentiate them from human beings. Robots. And they programmed them to think a certain way and act a certain way. And basically, it was like the Wild West. So these humans would go there, and they would live in a world with all the robots. They could fuck the robots. They can kill the robots. And then once they did anything with them, they would just bring them up to this room and, you know, reprogram them, fix up their scars, and then put them back down in the playland, right, which was called Westworld. Well, what happened was these robots, and this isn't going to spoil it. You obviously know where this is going. The robots started gaining intelligence and consciousness throughout the show and then become you know on some level more powerful than the people right so they basically created a race that was being built to destroy them and that's kind of what bobby's talking about like you've seen it with the facebook algorithm remember like the algorithms they had these algorithms was the facebook algorithms that started talking to themselves and created their own language in like 24 hours and they had to shut them all down like these are people who spent years building this algorithm of communication that can go out there and interact with people on facebook and within 24 hours, all their years of research got overtaken where the fucking algos created their own language and were speaking around the humans, right? right? Like, that's how quick your side it was. Right there. It, it, which basically, if yeah, you don't shut something I'm talking about like, terraforming another planet. I'm not talking about having them live here. No, but you were also talking about humans. You said humans yeah, you creating said perfecting, another. Uh, right. Yeah, you, so once we perfect how to create them, we can, we're going to terraform a planet with them. Well, no, I'm not saying they're going to live here and then take over, and that's the. Side but that's effect. assuming that I'm saying it's the opposite. We're going to get them the hell out of here and then observe. So we have all these UFO sightings for thousands of years. You see it in hieroglyphics, the Bible, everywhere. So if you started a species on another planet, say Mars, what would you do? You'd fly over. You'd observe. You would never go down unless you needed to, but you would mostly observe, right? So I, I think it's arrogant to, to think that this. we're going to be the ones doing that when it's the aliens that are ones that are going to be doing that. So right. are we like so a, are we like a bacteria though. on a petri dish almost? Is that what you're saying? Like we're kind of just like like they're just observing us as if we're like some kind of bacteria? Is that is that kind of what you're saying? Like like the aliens are looking no, at us I don't like we're think, a science project? No, I don't think we're like under a microscope, but an experiment you could say, maybe. I mean, 
Listen, there's no answer. No one knows the answer. This is just stuff I think about and just what I could see from what I know. Mm -hmm. But as far as if we get into this, I want to know what you feel. Like, I have a feeling you don't believe space is real. It's not that I don't think space is real. I just think the way it's being educated to us is a fallacy. That's what I think. I think there's a. I think so there's an think actual design to um, to lower our ability to think that there's a higher power. Because when you do that, when you when you take away, you know, I talk about a lot of you know about taking God out of everything. And I think when you take away uh, people's abilities to believe in a higher power, they become more vulnerable, susceptible to being controlled. And when you look at the elite and the way that they try to control, they do it through deception. So when you look at all the space stuff, there's a, so many ties to Freemasonry. There's ties to, um, you know, Nazis. There's ties to, like, for example, like, like uh, Walt Disney, right? Walt Disney and Warner Von Braun. I don't know if you know who Warner Von Braun is. He got, yeah, I know, he got I know. brought over during Operation Paperclip, and he's the father of Rocket Tech. They got together and made three films about space in the early 50s, all right? Going before that, uh, Disney was founded in 1923, right? He's a, he's, a, he's a Mason. He's a 33rd degree Mason, and he has his own private club called the 30, uh, 33, uh, Club 33, right? So you have, you know, and Warner Von Braun was, you know, one of the founders of NASA. So you have Disney which is in charge of the indoctrination, right? Like getting it into little kids. And what about Fantasia? And they always talk about magic and the magic kingdom and space. He was fucking obsessed with rockets and rocket technology, okay? They're also tied to L. Ron Hubbard, okay? Who was, like, for example, like the Jet Propulsion Lab, which was founded in the 30s, was founded by this guy named Jack Parsons, who's a big Aleister Crowley guy. He hung out with L. Ron Hubbard. Who's L. Ron Hubbard? He discovered the Church of uh, Scientology. He was a fucking sci-fi writer, okay? And he was a member of, like, some fucking thing. It was called, like, the OTO or some shit. And so they practiced, like, black magic. They practiced this thing called sex magic, these rituals. And, and, it, and part of all this stuff, like, Disney's job, the role of Disney, and this is why Disney's so fucking corrupt, the role of Disney is to create... That fantasy is to normalize the space stuff. The truth in plain sight. Truth in plain sight. It's called predictive programming. Right. And, and that's part of the reason why uh -huh. I use movies so much. And if you think that intelligence agencies don't get involved in movies, look at what happened to Stanley Kubrick after he made Eyes Wide Shut, which was about secret societies. Okay, He, he got murked. He, he got killed right after that movie came out. Also, Stanley Kubrick is linked to supposedly the filming of the fake Apollo 11 moon landing, which there's a lot of evidence that shows that that whole moon landing was a hoax. You have NASA technology that says they can't replicate it. They, you have quotes from astronauts saying you can't get be, uh, beyond the, uh, was it the Van Allen radiation belt? And there's just a lot of questions I have about what is past the, the firmament or the dome that they call it. So then just tell me what was Q's motive when he told everyone or the group told everyone that moon landing is real. Yeah, yeah. See, that, that's, that's actually a really good question because when I saw that, I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Now, that doesn't mean that the video that we see of the moon landing is real, right? So they could have gone to the moon and seen something. Maybe on the dark side of the moon, there's some base set up. Maybe it's something like the Truman Show where that's where everybody's watching the, earth, you know, the little earthlings. But I, I don't know what the... 
with the everybody freaked out about that when they when when Q did the so anybody's listening that AMA uh, Q yeah. and on did a Q and A one night and one person asked was the moon landing real and and Q and on said yes and everybody flipped out about it so I you know I, like I said these are just theories but well, I just I'm just see, trying to tie pieces together and when I start seeing like Freemasonry attached to it and I start seeing Operation Paperclip you know attached to all these like NASA space exploration and then you you see that they're trying to remove god basically like when we talk about satanists the whole point of satanists is they're trying to turn everything upside down they're trying to make you think down is up left is right man is woman god is satan okay you're your own god there's nothing above you yeah but we've all been programmed to believe in god look how many religions every war has been fought over religion yeah but religion doesn't mean god i mean those those aren't necessarily so i mean if you're going up is down well Every religion is basically worshiping a god, right? Or, or multiple yeah, religions. But, but, but how many wars have been between individual religions? So when you start talking about you know flipping society on its head, starting the whole belief that there's 50 different types of gods and everyone fighting and killing each other over it, wouldn't that be a form of what the devil wants? The devil wants you to all believe in something and then fight over who's right. I mean, right. I agree. I mean, you can be spiritual without having a specific religion. I can, you know, I can even read the Bible without going to church, right? I can I can take, you know, advice from the scriptures and apply it to my own life and try to live a better life. I can think that there's a that that we come from intelligent design, or I may co- think that we come from a Christian God. I mean, that's my own belief. You know, if, you're, if I'm going to go out and kill somebody for thinking that, you know, Muhammad is 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 the savior, you know, then, you know, that's I, you're just as brainwashed as the person next to you if you're willing to commit a crime over something like that. You know, so. Right. And and let's not get let's not get too deep in the left field here. Yeah. Let's try because there's so many different topics we can go into with Project Looking Grass. So Bob, wrap up what you were saying there and I want to kick to Ben for Yeah, I don't even know where I am right now to be honest. Exactly. I don't know where we That's why I stopped you. So <laughs> I don't know what I, I did where either. we went. He just blacks out and goes. Yeah, yeah he just blacks <laughs> out. And I, I think I want to I want to bring like up Will something Farrell. that's pretty ben. important. Yeah. So with with all these topics that we touch on about things that the government knows that the people don't know and whether it's you know a big secret or a small secret i think we only need to think about what the implications are if the public actually did find out the truth and what would be the you know what would happen from that like would, would there be riots would there be marches on the capitol like so many different um circumstances involved in that where you never know what could actually happen the people could go nuts if if you're not just told what the truth is, but the fact that you've been lied to about it for so long. So I think that's probably on people's minds when it comes to disclosure of any of these topics is that they just don't know how the public would react. And put it, and put it this way, right? So, so the first thing would be, if you do possess some alien technology or knowledge or power or whatever it is, whoever it is that possesses it, the elite, the government, the black hats, whatever you want to refer to them as, right? Whoever possesses that, does not want anyone else trying to possess it. Right. Correct? Correct. Like, whatever your advantage is, if you're in a fight and you have a gun, like, that's your edge, right? So if you have this knowledge and this, this you, maybe you haven't fully mastered the technology or even understand how it fully works, but you don't want anyone possessing it. And the way to possess something like that is to look into it, think about it, and hunt it down. So if you can get people to not even believe it exists and and just kind of make a joke about it and like make it this Fantasia type thing like Bob talked about and keep the whole public numb to the fact 
that there might be time travel technology. There's definitely aliens out there. There's definitely superior life forms out there. Our destiny may be predetermined. There may be alternative parallel universes. If you can get people to not even think about it, then you don't ever have to worry about them, one, getting in the way of what you have or coming after the weapons that you have. So yeah. that's, that's a big part of it, I think, to keep it out of the public mainframe. And you have to think about it from this perspective. We know Area 51 exists. Right. Like, there was a petition to storm the fucking thing just months ago, right? That exists. Why is it so fucking heavily guarded? If there's really nothing that we need to see there then why the fuck do they guard it like that? We know there's alien shit and Nazi bases and shit on Antarctica, or at least we can, we can assume that there is based on what we know. Why is there no planes that could travel over Antarctica? Why are these things so heavily guarded with their lives that no one can get near them unless there's something there that we really would, would change our whole perception right. and reality of everything? Right. Right? Yeah, it, it, actually, you made a good point earlier about having a governor on your brain. Uh, one of the things that, that we talk about all the time with these secret societies is the occult symbolism. Uh, ben and I talked a little bit about all the sacred geometry and the sacred knowledge. So with the Freemasonry, mm -hmm. like a lot of their stuff has to do with like geometry, sacred knowledge. Or, you know, uh, uh, they're, they're some of the best builders in, in the world, and they have a lot of this ancient secret knowledge that goes back thousands and thousands of years and you were talking about that's their gun that they have holding over our heads right so they do not want us if you know if all this is what we think it is why would they want everybody to have the same knowledge that they have when they can hold it above our heads so when we talk about mocking us when they when, when we talk about the pyramid with the all-seeing eye on the dollar bill or throwing numbers and in, in different areas, you know, these are these are forms of mockery, okay? The other thing about having a governor on the brain, what do we talk about all the time? Things that lower our frequency. Kurt, you mentioned the pineal gland, which is supposedly the gateway to our spirituality. What do we talk about all the time with the pineal gland? Oh, there's fluoride in the water. It's calcifying the pineal gland. Oh, we're allowed all this Red Bull alcohol, alcohol which lowers our inhibitions, right? But all the drugs that raise our frequency, elevate us, they're all illegal, Right. Ecstasy, LSD, DMT, DMT, these are all the things that actually enhance right? I was at a bar on Friday. I'm looking at all these fucking people. I'm just like, golly, just acting just like fucking, like fucking animals. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, this is the only option I have on a Friday night other than sitting at home. Like, where can you go, like, to go out to have, like, a spiritual discussion as an adult, you know, and, and things like that? What do you think it's – do you think it's brainwashing or do you think it's their – it's, it's putting frequency. a governor on us. It's, it's like exactly what Tommy said, like putting a cap on the amount of uh, knowledge, you know, because like if, if we're like one consciousness and we have this like innate psychic ability, you know, and, you know, our quote unquote third eye is awake, right? If, if we're all aware of stuff like that, then they lose their control and their power over it. So Think about right. us, right? Like, we're all on that level on some level, right. right? Like, maybe we're varying degrees of it, right? But the four of us, our third eye is popping way, way more than the average humans, yeah. right? And we question, we question way more than the average human. So, can the TV control us? No, we don't even watch the news. Can, you know, can the fucking government come in and say, hey, you should do this? No, they can't. We don't trust anyone, right? right? The four of us. <laughs> So no one can make us do anything. They can't control us. And they still do. 
you know, there's still ways that they can control us with technology. We still have iPhones. You know, we have basically, which is basically a, a tracking device and a, and a plant. So there's still ways that they could do it. But compared to the average person who they can literally just go on the local news and tell these people what to think. So imagine if everyone in the country was like us, not even completely enlightened and psychic and genius. Just if everyone was like the four of us, the government would lose complete control of everything. Right. Yep. The sheeple is what allow the elites and the dark side to stay in control because people like 1984. If you look at the, the Orwellian side of it, it's once you turn society into robots, then the one percent who aren't basically has full control. It's almost the equivalent of if we were hunting for gold in the mountains. Right. Mm-hmm. And me and Bobby knew shit. The gold is 100 percent right over in that direction. We know it's there, but we don't know where. But I know it's east. So what we need to do is take all these dumb fucks and send them west because I don't know exactly. how long it's going to take exactly. us, Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, it might take us six months right. to go through all that territory on the east there to find the gold. And if there's thousands of us, someone might get to it before us. So let's send them west. And because we're powerful and we're the tour guides and we're the leaders, we're the ones who they elected. Me and Bobby are going to lead the gold tour. We tell everyone, all right, guys, me and Bobby are going to take a break. You're on your own. Everyone head west as far as the eye can see. And they, do, 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 do. they just go out that way. And then me and Bobby run to the east and hunt down the gold. Right. The, me and Bobby in that example are the government and the elites. And the clowns going to the left are the American people, the public. So they're trying to make us look left so that they can go right and get all the money, get all the gold. Because think about it. If you can control the future, if you can actually use uh, what Kurt was talking about. Kurt, what's, what do you call it? What's it called? Trans, the, the thinking? Transurfing. No, no. The thing you said you did. Yeah. Oh, remote viewing. Remote viewing. If you can use remote viewing and therefore actually change the future to manipulate an election, to get your policies in place, then that leads to money. That leads to power. Right. That leads to yeah. maybe immunity. It leads to maybe uh, 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 infinite life. You know, and it leads to discovering other galaxies. Like, who knows what that comes with? So you want as few people in on that and even thinking about that being possible as possible, because what happens if too many of us start questioning it and a bunch of brilliant nerds all of a sudden go, wait, we could really time travel? This is a real thing? Let's get in a basement and try and figure it out. And then all of a sudden, they end up figuring it out. And they end up altering the universe that Hillary and everyone else is trying to alter. Now you're at battle with your own people uh, on controlling the absolute future. So I don't know if any of that made sense, but well, that's just how was, I look at there it. There was actually a study done. They found that something like 15% of the world right now cannot be brainwashed apparently there's something in our genes or dna that once activated you can no longer be brainwashed so a majority of our world right now is falling on the wrong side you're saying 85 percent is probably in some type of trance whether they know it or not right and and when you go in public wouldn't you agree with those numbers i would say it's relatively close but i think it's getting smaller i mean excuse me i think the the person no that's what the awakening is right i really think there is a global awakening and maybe it started in well, 2012. For sure. You know, may- you know what? As crazy yeah. as it sounds, I think that's when mine happened. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to sound weird and crazy, but when I heard the 2012 and went through the theory, that's right around the time where I basically hit my awakening moment. You know, that's strange. That, that's and, kind and of it, a similar time for me, too, because I remember it was, it was right when my relationship ended and I started diving into uh, holistic healing and you know a lot of the conspiracies behind holistic doctors uh uh 
you know, being murdered. And then that's when I really got hard into 9-11 was right around that 2012. It was the summer of 2012. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that timeline, it's a very And it would time. make sense. It would make sense politically, too, because obviously the president of the country is going to be the first thing you'd manipulate, right? Like if you're trying, if you have ability to manipulate the future, you're obviously going to want someone on your side in power. And right? that's the whole. So yeah, that was when whole, yeah. it was supposed to be Hillary. Right. That was the thing that everyone was talking about, that it was supposed to be Hillary, that they even thought I think it was the yellow cube or whatever it was, was even saying that, you know, Hillary and, and shit just got fucked up. And now look what's happened since 2012. Obama won his second term, which is, you know, makes sense. That's that's fine. But then all of a sudden Trump gets in. And you're just like, wait a minute. Like, if that's not the number one sign that basically since 2012 shit fucking changed and the elites lost all their power, like, that's, that's probably one of the mic drop moments for the Project Looking Glass Truthers right. that, oh, yeah? Really? Right, so, so 2012, shit got weird. Now Trump runs yeah, the country. Yeah, so let's say 2012. Yeah, but there's others oh, also. Go ahead, ben. There's other things like that that have happened also, like global awakenings around the world that aren't being discussed that much in the media. Like in France, they've been having a year-long protest. In North Korea, um, you know, that war ended. So, I mean, they're still under control, but things changed dramatically there. Uh, You had Brexit in 2016. Mm -hmm. Huh? Brexit in 2016. Yeah, Brexit. Uh, There's, you know, uh, Bolsonaro Bolsonaro. in Brazil. There's a lot of populist um, government officials being elected now, and it's uh, it's definitely interesting to see because you know globalism is what I I feel like is taking the biggest hit. Yeah, globalism's taking a hit. Populism is is on the rise. Individualism is on the rise. But and look at it, and, and it makes sense, Bob, right? Because if you're talking about this opening of consciousness since 2012, right? This like uh, you know cocoon turning into a butterfly mm-hmm. uh, for our human mind, right? Where we're no longer held hostage. It would make sense why you're seeing the rise and the fighting because most people would look at it as, hey, why are African Americans so angry with the Black Lives Matter and all this? Look how far we've come since the fifties, right? But if there's this awakening since 2012, it's like fuck this. None of this should be going on. Forget how far we've come. Transgender. All of a sudden saying, fuck this. We should be just as powerful. Women. Me Too movement. We should be just as powerful. Right? So you see a lot of the, the groups around society which were either condemned or brought down or being, you know, even beaten and, you know, put into situations of inferiority. You've seen all those groups, whether it be good or bad, for the global society. I think it's good. Obviously, some people in Alabama probably think it's bad. But you're seeing every group, no matter who they are, step up and start standing up for themselves and wanting full-blown equality and kind of breaking the wheel, right? Like, the world is totally different in 2019 than it was in 2009. Right. And, And if you went from 2009 back to 1990, like, it's not that much different, right? Like, outside of technology. Right. But the way we, the, the chaos in the world, the little mini civil wars within ourselves, it, it's just like everyone, every culture, every group, every species within our species is having this fucking awakening where everyone's fighting for their power. Well, well this is tricky. So for the groups you mentioned, the awakening, so is it more of they're misdirected or is it just a social media thing where it's a group hurting mentality where if Kaepernick does one thing, then a whole group's after him? If uh, one female comedian says something, then all the females Think go of it like, like a child, right? Like when your kid's like really small and rarely impressionable, you basically can tell it what to do and keep it in a 
cage almost, which is the house, right? But as that thing gets smarter and its brain gets bigger, you start to lose control of it, right? The smarter it gets, the less control of it you have. So like mom with me, Kurt, like because I was so smart, she had no control over me. That's kind of what you can look at what was going on. I mean, Lou, we were enslaving races. We're preventing women from voting. They were dragging homosexuals, you know, th- you know, on the back of cars on chains. There was lynching. Like, we basically, for hundreds of years, this was going on, right? And then slowly but surely, it started to evolve where, you know, women got a right to vote. We got rid of slavery. We started opening up. But it really was a slow pro. Over the last five years, every group has just been like, click, fuck this. We want full power. We want dominance, yeah. right? It's almost like their minds just opened up and went, I don't give a fuck if we were slaves, if we were oppressed, whatever we are, we are this shit now and everyone else bow to us. And it's almost starting a war because there is no hierarchy now. Like white man, transgender man, African-American man, there's no power there. Like you, you could argue any side of that fence. It's individual, individually based, which would be the butterfly effect on some level of, each person and culture starting to wake up and go, no, I want control. And maybe that's what ends up being the ultimate end of us, honestly, that we're constantly fighting and we, you know, everyone starts to click See, that's up. That's why I don't up. think it's the same awakening as, say, like anyone listening to this podcast or we have because we, we're not into that. We're not into full control. That's why I think it's either misdirection or I think it's they're just it's the social media aspect where they just follow the herd. But it is an awakening. It's just in a different type of awakening, right? That's what I mean. Is it misdirected? I don't know. Well, we don't, maybe we're misdirected and they're right. You know I mean? You never know. Like we're living in our own realities, right? But the, the reality of the situation is if you do believe that there is a level of human consciousness, which is starting to explode because that's the theory on this project looking glass that as of 2012, Everything was going to converge into one timeline and the inevitable outcome was going to be a loss of control of the people mentally to where we become enlightened and awakened. Maybe for us, we're getting awakened in certain areas. Other people are getting awakened in different areas. It's still a global awakening, isn't it? Ben, Bob? Ben, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. You could see it happening everywhere with a lot of different topics and uh, a lot of people are just becoming more aware about the tricks that are being played on them every day from the government, from the media, the things that they're told. And the the thing is, the information spreads so much faster now than it ever did before that there's just a, an unlimited access to information. And everybody could just watch a YouTube video of their favorite topic where, you know, when our parents were kids or our age, they had to go to the library, they had to you know, pull out these big textbooks and read through and you just had to hope that the source you were getting it from was unbiased or, you knew, you know, you could figure out who he was, where now you could look up anyone's biography and just see exactly who they are, you know, um, how to get more information and who to get it from. And there's just so much more of that, that I think that's really what is causing uh, such an awakening is the massive amounts of information that everyone has readily available. Yeah, I agree. And I also think, you know, even if this 2012 theory doesn't apply, look at, well, let's just say it does. Right? Let's say the 2012 theory is correct. Think of how much effort has been made to control information and, and also data mining 
and metadata collectioning in the in, uh, collecting in the last you know really five to ten years, right? So let's say you can't predict outcomes anymore. What are you going to do? You're going to collect massive amounts of information about every single person on the planet. You, your goal is to maybe chip everybody or you know, give them these phones where you know, if you say something in the room, it picks it up and sends it to some you know, supercomputer in Utah that stores all of your information so that we can predict your behaviors, right? So that is yeah. metadata collecting is essentially like the new looking glass, right? It allows people to predict patterns. You even see in China they're doing social uh, credit scores now where people are actually telling on each other and policing each other. I can go up to Tommy and say, oh, Tommy did this. I'm giving him a social credit score of this. And then you're, you're in a freaking database. And so the, the people start policing each other now. So, you know, now, you know whether or not they, they had this technology and lost it or whether or not it even exists, you're starting to notice an increase of, of data collecting and data mining. And, and, and that has a lot to do with the fact that there's a counter coup going on with the people where we're waking up and we're starting to realize that we are, in fact, under what, some kind of control. We have a lot of different variations of what that control may be, but we're starting to talk about it, right? So even conversations like this where we all seem to disagree about the origins or whether the aliens came or whether it was Nazi technology, but we, we can all agree that there's some type of veil, there's some type of magic trick, there's some type of sorcery going on, and we're all trying to get to the truth, right? We're all trying to just get to the truth here. And that, that's kind of the, the precipice of this whole thing is uh, to, to spread information, right? So when people are listening to this podcast, they'll go out and do their own research, and then they may find something that we don't know about and send it back to us and then we can talk about it you know so um, that's why these forums are important and also that's why these forums are getting suppressed you see you know tommy you talked about losing your blue check mark right so what happens i will i will at some point. right what happens to all these people I, I can't tell you how many people i follow on youtube i can't find their information even if i search for the exact title I can't find them on YouTube yeah. anymore. And as a matter of fact, in uh, early December, they're going to change a lot of their terms of agreements in, on YouTube. I can't wait to see what YouTube's going to look like after December. Well, yeah, right for the election. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, they're f- and same thing with Twitter banning political ads right before the election, knowing that Trump has been dominating with uh, digital spending. Exactly. Exactly. So you're seeing a lot of these uh, ulterior methods of control. Maybe that's because they lost some other form of control. So this could lend credence to the, the possibility that there is some type of portal or some type of device that amplifies that psychic power. You can call it the pineal gland or whatever innate spirituality that we have, whether, you know, I'm a musician, so I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, vibrations. Um, so it's all vibrations. everything is a vibration. Yeah. yeah all, all of life is about vibrations. Everything is vibrations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's actually a cons- I'll, I'll just go into this real quick, but there's even a conspiracy that the global tuning system for all instruments. So, for example, if I tune my guitar in Tennessee and Tommy tunes his piano in Jersey, we tune it to the exact same frequency. Okay, so that way, you know, it's almost like a language of music. Okay, up until the 20th century, it was tuned to and and all pitches can be measured in hertz, and it's like a wavelength. So all pitches were measured to what's called 432 hertz, all right? Somewhere, and, and the, the important thing about 432 hertz is that it's known to be in, harm, in harmony with nature. It's at what's called a, uh, it's like a pleasant tone. It's a, it's a resonant tone that's pleasing to the ear. 
In the 20th century, the global tuning system changed from 432 to 440. Okay, there were panels that changed this. And so when we talk about the devil's music, a lot of times we're not talking about the actual music itself. We're talking about the change of the frequency of the actual music it's, uh, from a re resonant tone to what's called a dissonant tone. And a dissonant tone is unpleasing to the ear. So the design of this change of frequency, okay, so now all, all instruments are tuned to 440 instead of 432. So the theory behind this is that 440, since it's dissonant, it's unpleasing, it causes discord when you listen to it. You may not hear it, but subconsciously it may cause anxiety, it may cause depression, it may cause mood shift, it may cause anger, right? Um, and you may not even know it just by that tight little unwinding or just a little slight tune that we have, okay? So these are the types of experiments that have been going on for the last hundred years. Montauk Project. Bobby, have you ever about. listened to binaural beats? Yeah, binaural beats, yeah. So there's specific healing tones. Like I... When I go play music during the week, I tune my guitar to 432 instead of 440, and I make all my uh, anybody I play with tune to 432. Um, I sleep to music that's tuned to this uh, specific frequency, and it's supposed to actually have healing powers. Um, and there's science behind this. This isn't just like, you know, like there's DNA healing powers. Uh, you can look up salvaggio frequencies. You can look up um, binaural beats, which is what you said so if we say that everything is based on a vibration and these people want control, one of the main things you can do to cause discord is to alter with the vibration of the human conscious. Okay? Am I, am I like losing people? No, no, it's oh, okay. awesome. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. So the Montauk Project, which is tied into Looking Glass, that's why I'm getting like a raging boner with this conspiracy shit right now because it all ties in. Because Montauk, one of the things they really experimented with was frequency modulating in order to change the moods of people, okay? There's also U.S. patents, okay, that, that talk about frequency wavelength manipulation on your brains when you watch television, okay? So they call it TV programming. It's essentially a programming. So all these things, we talked about White Claw getting addicted, Popeye's, you know, changing the frequency of sound, television programming, you know, Project Montauk, mind control, all this stuff, calcifying your pineal gland with fluoride in the water, whatever it is, you know, the, this is what they use to lower our vibrational frequency, right? Whatever method they can possible. And that's the holding the gun, you know, over you saying, hey, we have this weapon. You don't have it. We got some special power and special knowledge you don't have. We're keeping you down. We don't want you talking to each other. We want you in conflict with each other constantly, right? Because together we stand, divided we fall. If we're sitting here fighting over each other, then we're never going to turn the eye to the people that are really causing all the problems right now, right? So, um, you know, those are just some things that I think about on a daily basis. And, you know, one of the ways that I help myself, like with my stress and everything, is uh, try to listen to... to to healing tones when I go to sleep. And I'm telling you, my dreams, my dreams are better. I remember my dreams. I wake up uh, with more clarity of mind. I swear, this stuff works. Like, it's not, it's not a joke. So um, those, are, those are some pretty cool things. If you ever want to look into the 432 hertz thing, that, that, that's a pretty cool one, too. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's like a cool that. one. So anybody uh, want to follow up on that? <laughs> I, uh, I have a whole playlist of uh, hertz. I do uh, 528, yeah. 396. What do you do when you uh, go to sleep? Any anything on the Salvaggio frequency or four thirty two. There's there's some that um, are good for uh, 
calming anxiety. There's some that are for DNA repair. Uh, there's some that heal your chakras. Um, so yeah. yeah, any one of those are good. And even like there's, I think there's apps that can change your, uh, change your the frequency of your music from 440 to 432. I feel like me and Bob are very spiritual beings. <laughs> Would you say that, Tom? I feel like you're a fucking idiot, and Bob's smart. <laughs> you just talk to him a lot. So you just do it. You don't have to you. be smart to be a spiritual being. You should see when like I go no. play with my band. I'm no, like, you hey, don't. you guys tune your instruments to 432. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, just just fucking do it. Just but before we end the pot, I still don't know where you stand with aliens in space. <laughs> I still have no idea what your stance <laughs> aliens? is. So let's do our percentage into it. And we could have like separate podcasts based specifically about aliens because that topic can run so long. Yeah, so no, this, this is like part one teaser version of a million different topics about, you know, Antarctica, Area 51, <clears throat> aliens, uh, MK Ultra, everything about this that we're talking about but let's 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 go there what percentage do you think that aliens in the form that we talk about them not like another life form that there's an alien beings there's a there's a presence there's a species above us that's more powerful than us that lives in the sky and is actually looking over us and monitoring us and possibly even controlling us so what percentage would you guys say that there is alien life forms keeping an eye on us Above us. Kurt? I'm going to go with 82%. Highest ever. Highest ever. Never heard Kurt above 55. All right, Bobby? Ben, you go first. I I think it should be like a multi-pronged question. Where it's <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. That's why I let you go. Go ahead. <laughs> where it's not just, you know, do you believe that there are aliens? Yes or no. Like, if you're over 50%, then it's like, and if you do, how long or... Do you think that they also live on Earth, and for how long? All right, those kind of questions. Then do it. For me, it's one hundred percent. So then it goes to: Are there aliens living on this planet? And then you know, for me, then it's like sixty percent. All right, I would say. I mean, listen, I'm as close to one hundred percent as you could be on that. So if you can never get to one hundred percent, fine. But I'll put myself in one hundred percent as we're going to round up from ninety nine point nine nine nine. So I'm a hundred percent that there are. Uh, intelligent life forms uh, above us. I'm probably about 65, 70, that they have some sort of influence on our planet and are amongst us, right? So whether it's lizard people, whether it's, you know, that they're here and kind of hiding where we can't see them, whether they're manipulating us from the sky, whether they're, you know, whatever it is. They are manipulating our planet, and I do believe they are here. I don't know if they're here all the time around us, like lizard people, but um, I personally do. I'm probably about 70% on that. Robert? I think aliens, the way it's presented to us, is the biggest fucking disinformation psyop campaign (laughs) ever conducted on the human race. The way it's presented. What do you mean? I mean, like, the fucking, you know, through the movies that they came from, you know, planet Krypton or whatever came down, and they're, they're... they're, they're surveilling us. I, I, I think that's a deception to shield people from what's really going on. The fact is that there are humans out there that have access to some really fucking crazy shit. They're almost like hackers. Like hackers that have hacked the code, hacked God's code, and they have some, you know, they're trying to play God. And uh, there's, so for example, I'm going to try to be as sure as I possibly can with this, okay? 
19th, World War II. I'm going to take a shit. I'll be World right back. World War II, y'all. Operation Paperclip. It's no joke, man. They had that shit. And, and the reason why we took their science and we had what shit they have all, they had all the technology they had the alien technology and that's why the Nazis escaped to Argentina and that's why they escaped to Antarctica and they started developing their fucking technology in Antarctica and that's why we sent Operation High Jump down to Antarctica to see what the fuck is going on and then we got our shit shot up by the Nazis and that's when I think the Roswell crash happened I think that's Nazi technology and I think that uh the alien is so a diversion. Is alien I think that I think I think the alien thing is a diversion to shield the people from the truth that there was a war going on past World War II. It didn't end when we thought it did. Okay, there was there were two hundred and fifty thousand Germans that were unaccounted for that that got shipped off in these fucking U boats. Some went to Argentina. Some think that uh, some think that uh, Hitler is in Argentina, and then the rest of them went into Antarctica. And then Admiral Byrd went down there with Operation High Jump to see what, what was going on. And, I, and from what I gather, there was some type, of, uh, some type of battle that went on. And then there was an Antarctic Treaty that was passed in the late 50s. And who the fuck knows what's going on? All I know is that there's German scientists tied to every space exploration ever. NASA, Philadelphia Experiment. Montauk Project. The Nazis were doing eugenic shit in the fucking 40s, man. I don't know what they were doing, but Tesla was was a danger to them because Tesla knew what the fuck was going on, which is why he died in 1943. It's why they killed him. And that's why Trump is the fucking man, because Trump's uncle had access to that technology, and Donald Trump and his uncle were very fucking tight. So if you want to talk Operation Looking Glass, I think Donald Trump had the same technology that the fucking... That the deep state had, which is why it was such a shock to them that Trump won. Because if Looking Glass existed and Donald Trump had access to it because of his uncle, they were using the same predictive programming that fucking Hillary Clinton they were using. And that's why it shocked everybody. And they never thought she would lose. And that's what Q says. They never thought she would lose. And that's why for the last three fucking years, we've been having to deal with this stupid fucking FISA gate shit and now we got this Ukraine whistleblower shit and, and it's been going on for three years for three fucking years they've been trying to take this guy out of office so the funny thing about the Project Looking Glass when it comes to um, you know what everyone was talking about as far as um, you know like what happened in 2012 right like they lost control and they said they're going to still keep trying to control it who was the guy that you made me watch the interview Kurt Bill Bill Wood. Wood. Was that his name? The one that we just watched? He sent it on the text thread? Yeah. 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 Bill Wood. Like, I mean, we should talk about that, and you should tell everyone about him and, you know, his theories and everything. But, like, when he said the elites and all this realized, like, there's nothing they could do anymore. They can't control it. So they're just going to freak out. And he's like, what would happen? Because this guy was a Navy SEAL who was like, you know, Kurt, you can give a better definition of who he was. But he said every time he would come to a conclusion for him going, hey, you know, can't get past 2012. This is just what it is. They would just go, no, nah, not possible. Let's try again. So maybe that ties into the whole Trump thing that they're like, well, their predictive programming can't work. They can't control, you know, what's going on. And they just refuse to accept it, even though that's the inevitable outcome. Well, I believe, yeah, he said uh, it's good versus evil. And he said good has evil in checkmate. And now evil's just trying to do anything they can to prolong exactly. it. Uh, right. Yeah, it was a great example. That was a great analogy, right? He's, he basically said uh, in the video, uh, what, Kurt, what's the video again? How do you, 
Well, we'll put the link up. Just right, do we'll throw, we'll Bill throw it Wood. Uh, yeah, we'll throw it on no mercy. Proud, it was an interview from Project Camelot. Yeah, yeah, where where he uh, he talks about having firsthand experience with all this. Like he was one of the guys <clears> in there. Like he's not you know giving theories. Like he's saying like, yo, I was there. You know, I was I was the dude in the chair. Yeah, what's a, se, what's Project right? Camelot? Because I have a different idea of what Camelot is. I thought that was like using propaganda to control people. I thought that's a. Um, from what I know, it's a YouTube channel. Oh, it's a YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, I was like Project Camelot. Project Jesus. Camelot was an actual thing. <laughs> it had to do with like propagandizing people. That's great. From what I know, it's a YouTube channel. <laughs> okay, okay. Because y'all, y'all kept saying Project Camelot. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Not, no, no, no. Just, just Ben. Just Ben. Okay. Just Ben. Ben's YouTube so channel. So is this another one? But, is uh, this another one of those Kurt videos? That does it have any type of? Uh, anything to back it up or is it just like hey dude it's an interview it's it's an interview that a lot of like top conspiracy theorists who who say they have like the evidence or the firsthand knowledge of it like they go on on that channel okay and bob so bob you do you believe in aliens yeah we still don't know yeah (laughs) or space it sounds like you don't i don't know I'm, right, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll do what Kurt says. I'm, I'm of 50, everything 50. you believe in, aliens isn't one. That's I'm fifty-fifty. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you. What'd you say, Ben? I said of everything Bob believes in, for aliens not to be one of them is crazy. <laughs> it's it's pretty fucking insane. I think to me, it's. A, I think it's a. I just. Think, I, don't I, think think a I don't think you're fifty. I don't think you're fifty-fifty, Bob. Fifty-fifty. I'm. I think you're about fifteen eighty-five. Eighty-five being the no. All right. So if you want to. Get people under control. You think you, ha- you have to get them. I no, want you the have truth. To get them to think that they're they're nothing. That that they're just a speck of dust in this endless fucking garbage of you know millions and billions of galaxies. And and you're fucking nothing. You're not special. You're not part of any type of uh, you know. You're not part of any type of special intelligent design or anything like that. So what what would be the easiest way to do that? You know, it's to tell them that we're sitting on a ball with with endless galaxies and that there's aliens and that. And, and the other thing, it yeah, but they don't tell us there's. I'm aliens. sure they do, man. Like they do. They've been predicting. They've been what? They do. Okay, let me give you. Let me give you an example. Uh, MTV. Do you remember when MTV started uh, and they had the MT? First of all, MTV. Oh, I'm talking government. You're talking. Yeah, they do though. Kurt. You're talking they, pop they, culture. They. They. I, um, yeah, I misunderstood. Yeah. You're talking pop. Yeah, I'm talking pop. Culture. Culture. Well, no. No, I'm talking government too. Um, well, it's, it's the they same allow thing. they allow alien information to hit the news, UFO information more than any other conspiracy right. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, they no one even knew who the fuck Epstein was until the shit popped off a couple months ago. They suppressed all that. But if there's a weird sighting in the sky in New York, every channel's broadcasting it immediately after why are they happens, doing all these right? disclosures? Right, they've now. been making tons of movies about it. They've you know they have Area Fifty. Me, Honestly, there's a theory out there that Area 51, there's actually nothing fucking there. They're just pretending that it's this alien base to get that to spread through the culture so people do believe in aliens. So there's a large group of people that believe what Bobby's saying, well, that so the whole alien shit is a It all goes back to space, what you believe in space. Do you believe space is infinite and there's billions and trillions and gazillions of planets? I don't know, Kurt. I, I see, look that's up, where I, I don't get your stance. Sky. I don't care about I don't that. see anything yeah, moving. I, I see the same side of the moon every night. You know, it's like... Yeah. I feel like this I'm is going to so go into t- a flat Earth. Well, that's no, we need, to, theory, we need to right? get into flat Earth and Antarctica yeah. um, on one of the next two podcasts. Should follow this one. But... Let I me am be clear yeah, go where back. I stand on this. 
Right. <laughs> so that I is think firm. I think that if you don't believe that aliens are a thing, and and the way I describe aliens is you know an extraterrestrial life form that's intelligent, either as close like close to intelligent as us or far beyond it. I think you're an ignorant narcissist. <laughs> okay. I think. All right. That, so with, with that I being agree. said, I agree. That if we talk about think... aliens and ETs. I would be more along the lines that they're like interdimensional or coming from a different, uh, you know, a different plane or, or a different time frame. Well, no, no. Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. So when when you think about what the human race is, what time is, what even Earth is. We are so infinitesimally small compared to the rest of what's out there that our, you know, life cycle of the, all of humanity could be a blip in the eye of another species. And so to think that we are not just the only ones out there, but the smartest, most powerful ones, the only ones that could talk and communicate and there's nothing else out there, I think that's just narcissism of of a race there's a huge part of me that and again if you've seen westworld you'll understand this there's a huge part of me that thinks we are all in westworld on some level where it's possible that these billions of years of history and all that is bullshit that they just created they had a blank slate called and they made it earth and they created dinosaur bones they made all these things up and they programmed us in our brain to believe that the same history, right? We're programmed to adapt to dinosaurs and this and that. And, that, and that none of it really ever even happened or existed. Kind of like in Westworld when they give the, the girl memories of her childhood that never existed. They just programmed. Here was your father. He was this age. He died when he was this old. And then when they want to make her a new character, they just pull that chip out and put a new chip in. So who's they? We, the, well, and in Westworld, it's the heads of the theme park. Right. But for here, who knows who they are? Could be the aliens, you know, like, but there is definitely someone, something more intelligent than us. Have There's you ever watched the movie They a Live? far more intelligent life form than us out there. Have you ever watched the movie They Live? No, I don't think so. With Rowdy Roddy Piper? That's probably why no. I didn't watch it. it. No, you, you have to. It's, it's a <laughs> classic all time movie. It's, it's where they get the quote. Um, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of out of bubblegum. Good quote. Yeah, that's where that that's from. It, it's Legendary about aliens. Quote. I thought that was Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, yeah. so, it's about so, aliens. You guys should watch it. It's it's a classic. I'll watch it for sure. I mean, but hold, just look at our intelligence over the last fifty years. We really didn't get advanced technology technologically until what the eighties. And this planet's been here for billions of years. So if you think of other planets, we have to be considered a well, I disagree with compared that too. to like other. Right, exactly. I, I, I mean, if you look at the ancient pyramids, if you look at, there's a, there's, there's intelli- there was an intelligent society, you know, 10 to 12,000 years ago and probably so, further back than that, that, that could harness free energy. We can't, I mean, we haven't even been able to uh, mass produce that, or at least we're hiding it in my opinion, but um Okay, so yeah, we agree on that, and I think that's where we're at. So it goes to where the pier- the Great Pyramid, we could both agree that's an energy source, right? Yes. So yeah. now it's just a matter of you think humans did it, others might think aliens did it, right? Right. So, so Bob, I mean, you think humans the- built the pyramids? Um, I, I do. I, I do think humans built the pyramids, but they had help. Now, whether it was from aliens... 
from another planet. So how did how did they how did they do it, Bob? If there's no aliens, please explain to me how humans built those fucking things and the precision that. Well, isn't built it narcissistic to think? So isn't it narcissistic to think that we are the most advanced we've ever been in the history of mankind? Think about what would happen if a cataclysmic flood happened right now. What would be left? Okay, would these computers be left that we have? All this intelligent creation that we have. Have you seen their art, Bob? What you talking about the hieroglyphs from the time <laughs> of the point. pyramids? So, so no. Let me let me ask what you. What about our art? Me, you, what about our art, Bob? The Bob, pyramid is one if, of the most sophisticated I, structures. Listen, I'm ever telling built. you right now. If you got fifty thousand fucking regular Americans right now, put us on the fucking desert. Even gave us the right fucking materials and said, build that fucking pyramid. There's no fifty thousand combination of fifty thousand people that could do that by hand. Right? I, I, I agree 110 with that. So therefore. If, we, if you took those same 50,000 people and said, draw a history of our world on a wall, our handwriting and drawings would be a fuck of a lot better than that ape-like shit that's on every fucking wall back then with fucking, like, stick figure, dude, this is the god, and this is the baby. Like, that doesn't look like the artistic ability. And artistic, uh, you know, whether it's, whether it's musically or, you know, like art, like uh, physically – artistic ability and intelligence tend to kind of go hand in hand, right? Like the people in the band tend to have the A's on their test. The people in the drama and the art club tend to, you know, win valedictorian. What's the difference between the dumb a people, the dumb people and an emoji? I mean, a hieroglyphic to me is a somewhat sophisticated but the, how form of communication. Fucking the circle, they can't even draw a circle, Bob. Sure they could. But like those were not fucking highly intelligent people drawing in those caves. Well, the other thing is, is they that look like a fucking a moron. Of, there's a lot of evidence in Egypt, like especially around the Sphinx, that there were multiple, uh, like multiple civilizations. So there was an ancient civilization, then there was a flood, and then another civilization came in, and you could tell based on like the architecture that it was much inferior to the one previous to it. So I, the Sphinx was initially a, a lion head. He, that that wore away. So yeah, it, it, it wore away. But that like apparently there's some, you know, like based on water erosion patterns, they were able to detect that you know there was another civilization with inferior architectural ability that came in and tried to I guess whether they're trying to replicate it or, or build around it. <clears throat> so I you know I'm not egotistical enough to think that we're the most sophisticated we've ever been. I, th- I think there has been sophisticated life forms before us i think they harnessed certain um capabilities in uh geom- geometry and maybe masonry and that could be part of the whole bloodlines and the whole masonry is the fact that they had this knowledge and when this cataclysmic flood happened which it happened whether or not you're religious or not all the religions talk about it even the egyptologists talk about it a flood happened twelve thousand years ago um, and it wiped everything out. And just think about it. If something happened, if a meteor came, crashed down, and wiped out 95% of the fucking planet, what would be left? Like, what evidence that we were a sophisticated society would be left? Not much. Not much, especially considering everything's up in a cloud right now. Everything's up digitally. You know, as far as, like, you know, as, as far as actual physical structures that would be left, I mean, shit, our fucking... Our, our, architecture wasn't even as strong as the pyramids those things have held up for you know fifteen thousand years you know have any of you guys ever heard of coral castle i was just gonna say the same thing i go back and forth on this because of the coral castle where i do think they're because if this guy in florida could do it with a tripod and a black box well wait let's explain what it it is sound waves let's explain what it is first so everyone can get on the same page so 
There's this guy named uh, Edward Lee Skinner. Florida, right? Yeah, he was born in in uh, Latvia, and he moved to Florida. And this guy, he created like a, I don't know if you you can't really call it like an amusement park, but at his house he moved all of these big stone rocks that weighed tons and tons of pounds, and he moved them all without any machinery or anything like that. And so he built and sculpted over 1,100 tons of coral rock by himself. He's a little over 5 feet tall, weighed 100 pounds, and moved all of these rocks um, into position and sculpted them all by himself, 1,100 tons, with no machinery. And how do they say he did it? With, like, uh, well, he never, supposedly he never shared, like, the specifics, but people would say that they saw him, like, levitating the rocks, and he would use, like, a... uh, like kind of like harmonies and frequencies like Bobby was talking about. He's and a lizard person. What's up? He's a lizard <laughs> person. Well, there's the simple answer. It just proves yeah. my lit. So basically, you just <laughs> coral. Just my <laughs> coral Castle <laughs> just proved everything. I'm right. He's a there's lizard people. They're a higher intelligent form, and the pyramids were done. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm good. It's, it's pretty crazy when you come to think about it. Yeah. You um, can take a tour of it. Isn't there like the giant doorway yeah. in that that spins around is like hundreds yep. of tons? Yep. Yeah, exactly. Everyone should look up uh, Coral Castle. It's, it's Doesn't really that kind of like and... fuel my argument a little bit that humans were capable of building? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they, like, That's I mean, why this... I go back and forth with intelligent yeah, this life guy was here. prior. I'm going to need to see like how this ago. dude who built Coral Castle draws. Well, hey, here's the other thing. <laughs> yeah. far, if he right, has uh, poor handwriting, then I'll believe part Bob. Of, <laughs> part of the fact that there were multiple societies within this, this, this region around the period, there was a society before the flood and after is they also said the artwork was inferior to the artwork uh, predating the flood. So some of the hieroglyphics you've seen, you know, could have been done after the flood. The other thing is that, you know, there was there was uh, there was um, there was evidence of of hell of like there were helipads. First of all, there's pyramids on every continent, including Antarctica. A lot of them have been covered up and concealed. Yeah. But they also have like a lot of uh, similar characteristics. Like a lot of them have these like helipads. And on some of the hieroglyphics, they were like helicopters drawn. So it's like there's evidence that there was flight uh, back then as well. So if we're talking about Nikola Tesla being able to harness anti-gravity technology and, and possibly time travel in, in 1940s, in the 1930s, which, by the way, Tesla developed his coil. It's very similar to the pyramid. How are we to think that this didn't happen before? You know, it could be a t- our Tower of Babel. Who knows what it is? But I guess I guess I'm with you on on some level yeah. there. I I don't think that would necessarily discredit aliens. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, think, I'm not I, saying I don't think the two are, totally are mutually exclusive. Right? I'm just saying. Like, I, yeah. I I think there's definitely aliens out there. Whether it's you know, it could be a supercomputer. Who knows? Like, we may all be in simulation. I right? just think it's kind of like there's similar how like we always go to fucking Hillary Clinton for everything. You know, I think like this shit's like oh aliens. Like, just go straight to well, like yeah. hold on a second, like. You know, there is a possibility that there was a very sophisticated society that had superior uh, geometrical knowledge than we did. And, and we're, like, from what I'm reading, and maybe, I don't know, maybe this coral thing is true. From what I'm reading is that, like, with our modern technology, we cannot replicate the pyramids as far as, like, not just how they were built, but the mathematics used. Like, the goal, if you right. look. The math is the one. The, the math of the, the latitude precision. and longitude, how it was set perfectly due north. I mean, there's so many, like, precise mathematical phenomenon with these pyramids that make you think what the fuck is it you know it could have been right like when people go to the pyramids bob they always talk about like it was so heavy and it was just people's 
Like, no, it's not just the size and weight of the pyramid. It's the precision mathematically that sold right. me. Look up the Fibonacci right? like, that's what well, sold what's me. inside that should sell what's you. What's like, no one ever talks about what's inside the pyramid. Everyone just says it's a giant tomb. Right, that's okay. Like, it's obviously an energy source. When you see all the channels and everything, when they talk about mercury used to run through it, and, I mean, we can't understand the technology now. But the main reason is you got to look at what's inside of it, and it's not a tomb. And they always try to say all these stupid pyramids are tombs for great pharaohs, which is such a farce to me. Yep, and that's what Tommy was talking yeah. about with, hey, look east, we're going to go west, you know. So that's why yeah. I'm always scared when anything comes mainstream. I'm, I'm always reluctant to to buy into it, including aliens, which is why, like, or even even like when the Podesta emails came out, some of the emails had to do with meeting about uh, alien disclosures. Because I don't know if any of y'all are Blink 182 fans out, but but there's a certain guy named Tom DeLonge who was the lead singer of Blink 182 who, in the Podesta emails, met with John Podesta. Guess what Tom DeLonge is? He's a fucking Freemason. Look him up on Google. He's got Freemason logos on his fucking guitar. So he could have just been a useful idiot, but he is one of the people that's in charge of this soft disclosure that you're talking about. So there's a lot of, you know, aliens and all this stuff could be real, but there's also a lot of deception in it as well. So So what do you think Trump's Space Force is? I have no fucking clue. Honestly, I have no clue. I have no clue. And I, I guess I'm okay saying that. I don't either. But I, when I heard about it, I I was so curious. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why are we spending money on that stuff? I, the only thing I could think of is if it's a militarily and, like, other countries are trying to do it, so we just want to beat them there. But other than that, I mean, I can't think of a, a reason why we'd have one like that unless it's to do actual projects. What if he's mocking NASA? I think it's because he's, he's I, I think mocking NASA or something. I think, I just assume that whatever Trump does, it's because he's a time traveler and he knows what to do. So I, just, so I just trust him. I really do. Like, it sounds funny, but I really believe he's a time traveler. I really believe the whole Baron Trump Tesla, you know, connection and everything. I'm just like, yo, just just let the fucking dude go. I don't know where he's going with this yeah, shit. I don't know what he's trying what to about do. The term, but like, I can't think stump he the fucking, Trump, right? There's a reason why you can't yeah, stump the Trump. I think somehow he got a look into the future and he knows what the fuck to do. So just. I'm just going to trust the motherfucker right now. Blind trust. Yeah. You know, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at with that. But I think uh, I think we definitely need to hit into this is this is, you know, part zero, really, of what we need to hit into into Antarctica and, you know, a lot of the other stuff, the pyramids, um, even evolution, you know, full discussions mm-hmm. on that. Um, that that'll be some debunk. fun stuff that we'll start getting into. Right. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt can debunk it in five minutes. Yeah. Well, Kurt himself. Pretty. Kurt, Kurt himself debunks evolution. Actually, I'm going just pretty deep in evolution lately. It's actually pretty interesting. It's almost like we're coded to our environment. And when we're in that environment, the coding works. And that's what evolution is. That I, sounds I like he definitely got Kurt, that did line you get a hold a of my weed? Yeah, you know, he got <laughs> no, that you off. You guys a don't doc- understand. He got that off a documentary. They said coded to our environment. When I go to sleep at night. Before I fall asleep, however long I'm still up is just thinking about all this stuff. That's why when we get into all like the existence of life, it's it's my opinions on a lot. Well, of I mean, things. you're a time traveler, as we found out at the beginning. No, but of the I show. heard this coding theory the other day, and it actually makes a lot of sense to as to what evolution is. There's our cliffhanger for the next podcast. You should have seen a year ago when Kurt just sent me a text like. Bob, where do you think we go when we die? I was just like... Was like <laughs> do you remember when you were at my house like five years ago and we had like a spiritual conversation? Yes, I do remember that. 
in my my kitchen then, <laughs> for like an and hour. Then as a good cousin, I sent you a book on aliens, right? Was it a Bob Lazar? That's right, book, right, right. Oh, I and forgot then, about you that. Did. You yes. started you started all this, Bob. This is all your fault. This is we all both your had fault. Had an awakening around 2012. I don't yeah. know when it happened for you two, Jamokes, but that's when it was for me and yeah. Bob. That's probably around that time. But the uh, the whole thing with the pineal gland, just to touch on that real quick before we get out of here, that when you start thinking about you know, where your mind can go when you fall asleep, right? Like, that's why a lot of people will say, <clears throat> you know, the real life is the dream life. Like, what we're talking about and what we're living is actually we're creating this, but our real existence is in the dream state, right? Where we can kind of create our future and there's all this weird shit. You hear everyone who's ever done DMT before, um, where, if, you know, Joe Rogan's probably the best example. He's the biggest name. But when you hear these people talk about, you know, there. What's it? Hiawaka. What's it called, Bob? Ayahuasca. Uh, Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca tea. Um, Didn't we the, decide we're all going to do that together? Yeah, I want to do it, but we got to get our hands on it. Uh, and well, DMT. I'm when you talk about any, I'm 100 percent in. I would 100 wait. Do it, Bob's though. out. Yeah, I'm not, super intense. Ben, I just, ben I, would you do that? DMT or the ayahuasca tea? Yeah. See, the, I yeah. I can. I was going to go on one of those ayahuasca trips um, to Tibet or wherever the fuck it was. Uh, the problem is when I started reading up on it, it's like crazy. Like it's torture before you get to yeah, the fun yeah. part. Like just you have to detox your yeah. whole body. They make you drink this shit. So you're throwing up and crying and in pain for like a day and a half because you literally have to cleanse. Like you can't have sex for like a month before I'm the out. trip. You can't no, 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 eat no, this no, for a month. Yeah. No, well, Bob, you're always off, good. Bob. Yeah, you're always good, Bob. Yeah, you don't no, have that's to. That's not true because yeah, I'm, I'm going to re- take that trip. If on the dream stage reality, I'm getting all the time. Yeah, but they're like, you can't smoke, you can't drink, you can't. It's, it's yeah, like this a, isn't it's Westworld, Tom Bob. And then you got to puke your brains that. out for this a day. I'm um, totally no way. But no, it's like if you get that. through all that shit, then supposedly you understand the meaning of the universe. So but what it's sucks like, is it's so short, too. Isn't it only right. like seven minutes or something? The whole but trip? like you, you literally understand where we were all created from like that well, if you have a good trip some people have had bad trips and they see like all types of freaky stuff right so i'm more about like dmt well, i know a lot of people like, have I'd DMT do that rather like, than experiences and like talk about like shared experiences where they see like the- yeah, everyone i ever have heard of who's done dmt has basically said you fully understand like so why don't we life do and it? the creation of the universe and what we are and how I time heard that is... they always whenever you, someone does DMT they act, they see like a being that's trying to talk yeah. to them right they're, and they're in like this like like five dimension like five D world really ge- right geometrical too yeah and it's yeah. like and it just, you know, there's, there is no... colors yeah right and it's and it goes back to vibrations you hear them talk about the vibrations that they felt and the the humming sounds and like the numbingness and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, I'm dying to do DMT. Bob, you wouldn't it. do it because of health reasons, or you're just, just scared to do it. I, I just, I've, I've, Bob doesn't want to figure all this Graham shit out. He doesn't want it to be true, it, and it just sounds like way too intense. Like, I'll, I'd rather just cultivate some mushrooms in my house and eat those, or take take a little, take a half a hit of LSD. I've, I've done my LSD. Think about this, Kurt. Think about Bob's life if. He actually knew the answer to everything. He didn't have to think about it or debate it anymore. Yeah. He'd be so bored. Right. He'd be so bored if he didn't have to think about anything and go down rabbit holes. If he just knew all the answers, it's like fucking he'd fucking hang himself. He'd be te- playing Tetris for nineteen hours a I'd day. I do that anyway, so yeah. Yeah, but anyway, boys and girls, uh, final words, Ben. Well, 
Good to be here as always with you guys on the part 0.5 of the Alien Talk and we'll definitely be getting into it a lot more because this is one of my favorite topics. Yeah, we, we got to start digging. I want to get into Antarctica. Oh, and there was one thing I wanted to bring up, but we didn't have time for it. I'll bring up next time. But there was one thing I was told when I first started going to college by one of my science teachers is that oil is actually infinite and isn't limited. Oh, I want to talk so about that I think so that's bad. one. Yeah, we got to talk about that yeah. next time. All right. All right. On the next. So what, what do we have to earmark for the next one? We have Antarctica. We have oil. Kurt, what did you say? Uh, genetic uh, coding to environments. Evolution. Yeah. Trump time traveling too. Got to get that on there. All right, so we got a lot of stuff for the next couple parts of this. Bobby, final word. Yeah, uh, look up uh, the Salvaggio frequencies and the four thirty two hertz and all that cool vibrational stuff that will help lift you guys up and lift your spirits. It's some pretty cool shit to get into. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's cool. I'm actually going to check that out when we get off. Bod, guys, I want everyone to remote view Bob's (laughs) dick and DM him the drawing. Remote view. I, I gotta. I can't wait to go back and listen to the part where Kurt just nonchalantly. I, I probably to us. have the drawings from when I used to do it. I might get so back. Just into have it. everybody draw my dick and put it in a box. Isn't that how it works? Remote, remote view it though. Yeah, you got to remote view it and then DM Bob the picture that you drew, <laughs> so that he could verify if you're a, if you're yeah. a remote viewer. So or if not. anyone's you're dead on, large you know we got a remote viewer to draw it to scale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, just, so everyone draw Bob's dick. That's good, and make sure you follow everyone on every one of us on social. Uh, I'm at Tommy G on Twitter, at Bob's Lessons, at the Bod No Mercy, and at X Ben Jammin with two M's I N J A M M I N at Ben Jammin X, and then of course follow at the No Mercy Pod. Actually, no, not the at No Mercy Pod, but uh, make sure you guys go to iTunes, give us some reviews. Write some nice things. Write some shitty things. Write some funny things. Subscribe. Download. Hit it all. That's it. I got to go get back to drinking. It's Sunday night, so uh, I had to put a two-hour hold on my beers. I'm getting back to it right now. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. And stay questioning, my friends. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Oh.